Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey No Chilprano. Hello, Andy. Good morning. Morning. How you doing? How's it going over there? It's good. It's good. We'll run a little behind. I had to get this run in and running around today, you know. Gotta gotta get the haircut. Gotta thin out some of these disgusting chlorine hair and hit the grocery store you know big game tonight got uh huge game for you win win or lose lose like how do you look how are you looking at this should i go full cut cam and wear a russell wilson jersey thank you ct with a my rams hat and your tom brady underwear does he have underwear i don't know if he did i might buy it No, but like seriously, you watch the game tonight. Is there just is it just no rooting interest? Is it just are you just watching it as a analyst from the Dirty Sports Podcast? Or like when somebody gets in the end zone, are you like, yeah, let's go? Well, I mean, one, I think it's going to be a good game, and and it's a, a great rivalry, and you know we'll get to the picks. The Rams have certainly. I don't know. I don't know what the numbers are. I'll look it up, but I feel like they've had the Seahawks and Russell Wilson's number in general. Um, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the Rams offense because they had a down week. But, you know, I, I, I it, it's tough when you really like a player like Russ. But then you're like, oh, I want the Rams to do well, too. It's a, it's a tough spot. You know, like, I, I don't I don't think I have a boner for any NFL player like you have for Russ. I mean, obviously I'm a LeBron stand, but when LeBron plays the Knicks, I hope he goes 0 for 40 and the Lakers get blown out. Well, first of all, I, uh, my, my Russ fandom is more of, it's more generated towards you, to be honest. You know that it's, it's, it's more show generated. It's, it's a it's a weird thing that it's taken on because it just it just it's funny it goes back to 2015 like yeah. it, it it basically just grew and I just started liking him more and more when I saw him play and it's and, funny because I've never not liked Russ I just think Russ is overrated but he's but I I would argue almost argue the opposite dude he here's here's my thing with Russ and this will be our first Russ talk of the season. Sorry guys, we had to do it. He he just became the quickest to get 100 wins. Nobody even talked about it. Like obviously it's a team accomplishment. No 100%. denying. It. But everyone on that list is Hall of Famers are going to be a Hall of Famer. Like everyone on the top 5, the top 5 quickest to 100. The, all I'm saying is you say overrated. I argue, dude, he's the quickest to 100 wins. And nobody even talked about. It. And listen, 
there that's why I like Russ as a player is because he is, you know, he's a he's a great player and he fits in to that system well. But, you know, in terms of the hundred fast to a hundred wins, I think it's more uh, you know, or where he was, team he joined, all the things. Like it's the same thing. I you know, I was watching Derek Carr the other day and I was like, I wonder if David Carr would have had a, you know, like how, how David Carr's career would have been if he didn't just get drafted by the expansion Texans. Sure. Like, I feel like he would have been, you know, David Carr, Derek Carr, like same family, both, you know, David Carr was the first overall pick. It's like sometimes your circumstances really help as we're seeing with obviously, you know, Matthew Stafford. Going back to tonight's game, you can go to the two-year-old video where I said I would take Stafford over Russ and the thousands of people under our video saying that that means I am a casual and I don't know football and and am I drunk? What drugs am I on? I'll never subscribe to this show because if somebody believes Stafford's in Russ's class and that person is an idiot. And here we are. Changes, scenes. Whoa. I, I fully agree with you, but if I bring up that list, you you tell me of all these guys who were drafted in like a really a, a few of them for sure. But of the top 10, the top 10 quickest to 100 wins, most of these guys were drafted to good, traditionally good teams. I mean, Precisely number 10, my point, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm saying, you know, it's it, number 10 is Bradshaw Steelers, Elway to. Broncos, Marino, Dolphins, Matt Ryan, Jim Kelly, Brett Favre, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Like, obviously, Peyton Manning came from a one-win team, and his was – but I'm saying, like, two, two of these guys were drafted as Steelers. I mean, Steelers have always been – they've been good for 40 years. Right. Realistically. Right. You, you know – It's why – it's why, you know, people don't talk about Terry Bradshaw as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And honestly, if you, if you, when you get into quarterback debates, it's like Terry Bradshaw is like, what, why don't we talk about it? Oh, I thought it's all rings, 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 rings. Why don't, why don't we talk about Terry Bradshaw? Why aren't the Kobe stands also like huge Terry Bradshaw fans? That's funny. Bradshaw. What did somebody say the other day? Who said that somebody was saying how they, I just bit my tongue. I forget where I was. It was some old person who was like, I think he's really funny. And I'm like, oh, my God. Somebody's trying to say he's really funny. He I does- mean, I don't I don't dislike Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, I don't dislike him either, but I think he has his moments of humor. I think the funniest thing he's ever said is that he would take Mike McCarthy over Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. That's the funniest thing anybody said in the history of football. That's probably the worst take that I would I would put that as the worst take because that was a legit take. That was a legit modern football take. He legitimately said he would take Mike McCarthy over Aaron Rodgers. And that's not Terry Bradshaw trolling. You know, that's not a Stephen no. A. Smith ESPN type he show. He stands by it to this day. He loves him some Mike McCarthy. To this day, he stands by it? No. Yeah. He loves him some Mike McCarthy. It's got to be a Pittsburgh thing, right? You think? 
It's got to be. What's the other? Mike McCarthy's from Pittsburgh. You want me, you want me to pull it up? I think I have it here. This is one of the worst takes ever. Okay, let's let's see if I have it. I'd argue it's the worst take ever. All right, here it is. And I've heard pros and cons about Aaron, who I love, and some of it I went, "You got to be kidding me, really!" And I've and I and McCarthy, on the other hand, I've always said, if I were going to get rid, you ready for this? If I were going to get rid of one of the two, hold on. I love how he said, "You ready for this?" Yeah, he knew he was about to be hot take Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> so. Reference to everyone, this was recorded December 23rd, 2016. So we're coming up on five years ago. You ready for this? Who would I get rid of? You ready? I get rid of Rodgers. I'm going to keep a great coach. I think that guy is a great what coach. What did you just say? You heard what I said. That time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's Jason Whitlock yeah. wearing, wearing a fedora. Yeah. There, there, there's so much going I on. I mean, how much, how bad is your take when Jason Whitlock thinks it's ridiculous? <laughs> What did you just say? I just, mm. you heard what I said. I think McCarthy is one of those coaches oh. that you absolutely hang on to, especially now if you look at Rodgers. And how, well, how old is he now? 32, 33? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would, I, I think you're right. There it's is. The worst modern sports take in history. I, I, I modern, like, you could argue that's the worst sports take in the history of sports. I mean, I don't know what they were doing in the thirties. You know, I don't yeah. know. Well, they were saying like black people shouldn't be allowed to play sports with white people. So that's you know, pretty like bad. Mo- take. Modern, modern takes. We're doing, you know, post Jackie Robinson, modern takes post integration. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. What did you just say? What what are some of your takes on these baseball games? That's what I want to hear. On uh, the games that happened? Yeah, we've had two. Yeah. Well, uh, obviously, Ding Dong the Witch is dead in the battle between ISIS and Al-Qaeda. ISIS won, and the Red Sox move on. There's a lot of, you know, Yankees, whine, Yankees fan whining about the uh, Stanton shots off the wall. There had been homers and yankee stadium and blah 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 and who cares like that game the the red sox came out and dominated uh garrett cole you know in the in a post sticky stuff world gets 300 and whatever million dollars makes it through three innings uh just absolute domination by the red sox the yankees rolled over and then of course a fantastic game last night Looked like we were gonna have a uh, looked like we were gonna have a real epic Dave Roberts moment. He's pulling out Scherzer. Yeah, yeah, but I knew you were gonna say it. Somebody actually DM me about that. Yeah, Scherzer had ninety four pitches in four innings, and he wasn't. Yeah. No, listen. I mean you'd pull him out like right. He wasn't. He had three walks. He wasn't throwing strikes. Listen, I like you know, it's a that's a one game playoff series like. There it worked out, um, but you know, it's it's all a matter of. I, I I don't think taking him out in that situation is a bad call, but then it's a matter of like, can you get through the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth with your bullpen, which they did. So good for them. 
I was just saying we had an ep- like if if runs had been given up, we had we had a Dave Roberts thing on us where people were like, oh my God. And then also, you know, you have this Dave Roberts has to stand up to Mad Max, the crazy man. What do you mean? I got 94 pitches. I'll throw 300 pitches in the fiery pits of hell. By the way, speaking of bad takes, this this beef you have with Max Scherzer, I still unfound. I have no beef with Max Scherzer. You love shredding Max Scherzer. I just I just think Max Scherzer's whole character is just such such clown shoes. It's you know, it's so fucking lame. I think you're just mad he's not on the Mets. No, I'm not mad that he's not on the Mets. He we. He was a Mets rival forever. I actually hate it when guys like that join my team. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want those guys coming around. I didn't love Curtis Granderson had to win me over after being a Yankee. You know, like, that's not my thing. I just think the whole character is just so lame. You know, he was he was drunk by the end of the game. He's on he's on TV after the game. Like, what? Fix this sound. I'm drunk. Oh, man. Max went to the clubhouse and got wasted in the fourth. Your Mad Max is kind of like a Gruden grinder, I've noticed. And you're like, yeah, I'm just grinding on the pitchers. Oh, I'll just fucking motherfuck you and all that, you know. It's just, it's just, I just hate the, it's, it's, it gives me Jameis vibes. It gives me Jameis like fake leader vibes. Fake well, the difference vibes. is one is great. One's won a totally. World Series, one's Cy Young winner. Totally. No, I'm not, no, no, that's kind of disrespectful, kind of be honest. No, it has nothing to do with talent. No one's doubt. No one's, I've never argued Max Scherzer's not one of the best pitchers I've seen in my lifetime. I'm just like, your whole character is kind of fucking lame, you know? Well, for me, you know, I want to double down on these, these one game. You have a game like last night. Obviously, it goes to the ninth walk off. That, that sucks if you're a Cardinals fan. Totally. Or if you're a Cardinals player, you win 17 in a row, you lose in a tough walk off on the road, and you're just done. Yeah, I mean, listen, one game gotta baseball be, playoffs are are so got to be three games. It's so dumb. It's it's so dumb. Honestly, you know what I'd be down to do? Even I'd even be down to say, like, go go college World Series style, go where you know the second wild card team's got to win two. I like it. That is good. I like you know? it. Like I'm down for that to yeah, force or whatever three. it is. Yeah. Um, to, you know, some, some method, if they win one, it, uh, it opens up a third game. Now it's best of three. If they lose the first one, they're out. Sure. But like, I don't know some, some method that is other than every series in baseball, regular season, preseason, every series is more than one game. And now you got to, you won game done and listen total win-win for me that Dodgers like I was rooting for the Cardinals but like I don't love the Cardinals either you know a Mets fan we have we have our own like old school NL East Cardinals rivalry from back in the day we've always been fighting for the love of Keith Hernandez for 35 years now so there's a lot of stuff I don't love about the Cardinals you know, we have we have some epic failures versus the Cardinals, but I was rooting for them just because, like, I, I would love the Dodgers to have a one game, a 106 win, one and done. But I'm also win win like nothing's better than Dodgers Giants for an NLDS series. Like, let's go. 
That's, I mean, that's a great, great baseball rivalry. Now you have, you know, you have the fact that you didn't win the division. You have to use Scherzer in a, in a one game thing. Now he might come back and pitch game one of the, of the uh, NLDS. I don't know. He's mad. He's gone mad. He's, he's crazy. He's already yelling at Dave Roberts. Give me the ball. What are you fucking doing? I'm going to fucking pitch game one. Why the fuck wouldn't I? 94 bridges. That was fucking yesterday. So we'll see, you know, uh, but maybe he's going to be safe at game three because it's in Northern California. I know he really enjoys this, the, the warmer weather. So maybe he's going to hold off for game three until it comes home. You know, we'll see. But I mean, who, who's not excited. If you're a baseball fan, you got to be excited about that. The same way I was excited about Yankees, Red Sox, one game for a spot in the playoffs is, is awesome too. At this point, do the Yankees put is Boone on the chopping block to be fired? I mean, Aaron Boone, like the Yankee in, in sports, it's weird that like Yankees manager is like the only job you can get with absolutely no experience doing this. Like he wasn't a fucking coach. Yeah. Like, I, you know, the, the Yankees are also built poorly. You know, they, I feel like they're now sort of fence sitting between the old Steinbrenner days and the new days of like, let's try to figure stuff. Like they still overspend in certain places, but in other places they try to like pretend that they're not. It's like, honestly, you're still the Yankees just fucking go all in. Now they, they, it's not that they don't spend a ton of money, but like they've gotten outbid for certain guys, you know? And then of course, Garrett Cole, uh, who's your, he's your ace. He lets you down. So it's like, it's tough. You know, if, if he comes out and shoves, they're, they're probably in, but he doesn't. And, and they got, you know, they were out of that game pretty immediately. Yeah. Just a poor performance by Cole. He's, you know, he wasn't challenging people with his fastball. He's missing pitches. And guys are hitting him out of the ballpark. Like, you know, as a New Yorker and, and somebody who follows like New York, like rivalry stuff, like there, I mean, the talk forever was Cole DeGrom. And it's like, I mean, that we put that to bed a while ago. DeGrom put that to bed a while ago. But also, like, the thing about Cole is he comes out in that game, he gives up a bomb early and he doesn't find himself. You know, he doesn't write the ship immediately. So, like, I don't know how much you can put that on Aaron Boone, but at the same time, I was always like, how are the Yankees hiring Aaron Boone to be their manager? Like, it's it's the equivalent of the Mets hiring Mookie Wilson. What's Mookie doing these days? I don't know. Not managing baseball, which is precisely why it's the exact same thing as the Mets hiring Mookie. Is that his real name or is that got to be a nickname, right? It's got to be a nickname. Like, imagine if you named your kid Mookie. I'm going to look it up. William Hayward Mookie Wilson. Yeah. And the story is always the same thing for those guys, right? Like his grandma started calling him Mookie after blah, blah. He couldn't say Michael. So he's, they called him Mookie. Let's see where he gets born in Bamberg, South Carolina. 
William Hayward Wilson was nicknamed Mookie as a small child. Yeah, it's probably something like that. It's a good nickname, though. Yeah. Well, games are going to be, I'm just looking at the schedule. I mean, you got a lot of games coming up. So now, I mean, now that's, we're, that's the thing. We get through these two games, fun, exciting, you know, games. Obviously, last night's game was awesome. Yankees, Red Sox, great rivalry. But now we have really, really, really fun baseball ahead of us. Yeah, a lot of games. I mean, we got one starting uh, in less than three hours. What did you think of Juan Soto sitting in the on-deck circle with Nationals hitting coach Kevin Long in a Trey Turner jersey? Yeah, what's that all about? I don't know. I mean, I love the support in your old teammates, but it was... It was interesting. That's the only thing that's weird. Yeah. Like best player, arguably the best player in baseball, like showing up, fanning out over his former teammate. Well, my thing is, if I'm done, I want to get away from it. You know, like if my season's over. I mean, maybe he got in, away from it in that he came out to L.A. or something like that, you know. Got out of the D.C. area. He's coming in search of warm weather, and he's like, "Yo, we should go support Trey while we're here." Although he was there with Kevin Long, so I mean, that would be like, it'd be like you sitting in the front row of one of your favorite comics, like front row. You're not, you're not sitting at the front row doing the two drink minimum meal. No, isn't that the equivalent? That's, I think yeah. that's the equivalent. It's like you going to see uh, who's one of your favorite comics? You going to see like a Carrot Top show? Yeah, front, front row. Is he still doing his thing? The Luxor? I don't know. I think he is. If I said I had free tickets to Carrot Top, would you go? I'd, I'd be like, yeah, I'm on my way. And then I wouldn't show up. And I'd be like, sorry, I, I couldn't make it. I got mugged. <laughs> that's a that's for the YouTube crowd right there. <laughs> that's sorry, a great I part of a, I was part of a terrible mugging. I couldn't make it. That's a great visual because it's stash on stash crime. Oh, we're going to be here all night, folks. I would see him for free. If somebody said I free tickets to Carrot Top, I would see just out I of I have a feeling a dirtball is about to tell you, you do have free tickets <laughs> to see Carrot Top. <laughs> I had a dirtball DM me about tickets for, for Pacers for free. Going to an Indiana Pacers game? Yeah, it's like any game you want. He's like, how he's far like, is Indianapolis? It's like an hour and a half. You should go to games. You should be. A, I will. You should be a Pacers fan. He was like, uh, you're gonna get your boy Ben Simmons. He was like, it's like you can take the tickets for you know I got season tickets. Take tickets for one home game. Take somebody else or go with me. And I'm thinking how that's like a blind date. It'd be kind of funny. Yeah. I meet a dirt ball. We're sitting next to each other. It's just two hours of awkwardness. So what do you do? Uh, you know, I work in construction. What do you do? I'm a podcast host. You know, that's how you message me. So uh love this weird thing where you guys are going to pretend you don't know each other before you meet. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. We've had some weird interactions with dirt balls before. I mean, almost exclusively. Like, what's the weirdest interaction we've had? Oh, I'm feeling like you're going to get shot up if you say something. Yeah, I know. That's, 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 
let's I do I I plead the fifth. I mean, fat chasing kids up there. Fat chasing kid, but he wasn't that weird. We just yeah, yeah no, I'm saying that, that that was up there like weird, funny. Yeah, it was only weird because he didn't say hello, you know. <laughs> and then we had to recognize him. That was an all time story. What made that great was like I was really baked, and it just made it like, what is happening? Did you see the fat Jason Kidd picture that came out today? No. There's a a picture of Jason Kidd posted in like a Mavs warm up. And I was like, oh, look, it's actually fat Jason Kidd. So fat. So Jason Kidd is fat. I literally put fat Jason Kidd. (laughs) Dude, no lie. I put fat Jason Kidd into Google. The dirt ball is the first thing to. (laughs) The image of him is the first thing that shows up. Really? The first two images is his face. The second image is me, you, and him. No lie. At the Giants-Mets game. That's amazing. And then his his YouTube and his Twitter. <laughs> that, dude, that picture is unbelievable. That's a great picture. That's a, that's a legendary moment. Well... I want to bring up this new story because to me it's it's very dirty sports, and then we'll get to some NFL picks. Yeah. So hockey player, and I know nothing about hockey, obviously. So Evander Kane is always making the news, right? Yeah, he's the one whose wife accused him of betting on hockey and which they investigated and said is not true. Right. But she made a whole bunch of wild claims, right? Yeah. So now he's being investigated for allegations that he used the fake COVID-19 vaccination card. So it sounds like no matter what, I mean, based on, again, where there's smoke, there's fire. sounds like the dude just a scumbag, right? Well, she's also accused him of domestic assault. Right. But she didn't participate. In the fake vax card claim. Well, she didn't participate in the, she claimed he was betting and the angel went to her. She didn't participate in that. This is wild. The fake vax card is wild. Like, dude, you're not going to a Dead and Company concert. For the record, the Dead and Company made I, I was shocked. They made me show my ID with my vax card. Did I tell you while we when we did the last episode, every single place in New Orleans had to show a vax card and ID? No. Everywhere. Every single place. Some of them were a little, some of them were like, cool, thanks. And some of them were like, you know, checking it. Like some of them were, but like, I mean, I didn't go in anywhere. Not one place that didn't ask. That's interesting. You know, it's an, it's an entirely tourist based economy. They're just like, we just can't have bars and restaurants shut down again. We can't have bars and restaurants, people like getting sick and not being able to work and, and everybody would like, I didn't see, I didn't see a whole lot of people. I didn't see one like Karen flipping out like the whole time. I mean, maybe there are people who just don't go out because of it, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't see anybody like, how fucking dare you? Well, my question is like, when does it end? That's what I would counter. Right. Like, when does that end? Ask, asking people to show it. I, well, I, mean, lot- I, I mean, I guess if you have a process in place, like, you know, what, what almost like, what does it matter? Like I go to bars now 
people ask me for my ID still. I'm like, when does it end, guys? Yeah, no, it's my true. mustache. My mustache is older than the guy checking my ID. Yeah, I, 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 I take it like a badge of honor now when they ID me to get into a bar. I'm like, really? I'm going to be 40. And then he's like, dude, did you frost your tips? I'm like, no, it is the chlorine for the millionth time. I did not frost my tips. I don't wear a cap in the pool. I started using shampoo. So then it evens it out. So now I get the original. I mean, you look like the you look like a character in like a 90s or like early 2000s, like teen com. You look like the guy who like is too old, but still shows up to the can't hardly wait party. And is like drinking outside with like Jerry O'Connell. Which might be like, me. hello, fellow kids, which that could be me. I mean, I've already said if my high school football team makes the state championship, I'm headed to Canton. So that will be me. I'll do it. I got the 20 year reunion coming up in a few weeks. But it's not frosted. I'm getting a haircut today. I'll, I'll talk to my. Just start wearing a cap, dude. I didn't know that was even a thing. I didn't even know that wasn't. part. I was like, how is this happening? Swear a cap. Yeah, I need to get one. I got some new goggles. Order one on Amazon for two dollars. Yeah, you're right. I will. I'll, I'll do it. Or be frosted tips guy. It, no, it's it's not even the tip. I mean, you disgusting. literally look like a background player in American Pie. <laughs> that that likes you know some movie nerds like look at this extra. It's forty. Oh, my God. I really do. So what is going on with Evander Kane? Like, so does that mean like, I don't know, is I mean, I'm assuming a fake vax card is like illegal. Yeah, so they're investigating. The NHL is, but I would think that would be criminal. Right. I would assume. I don't know. Although I don't know how they could like, I don't know. It's obviously the protocol is different, but like mine's just a card where somebody wrote, you know, yeah, the nurse totally. just wrote. Yeah. The shot, the date. Yeah. Now that number that's on it, I'm sure I'm assuming corresponds to a database that has your information. True. It, you right? do. Like if you, if you got your vaccinations through CVS and you lose your card, you can call that CVS and they have it all in the system. It's crazy though. Like it's funny. I, I put this in like the the Urban Meyer wheelhouse of like what? What's going on? Which I mean the Urban Meyer conspiracies over the last few days. Dude, that he wants to get fired. But by the way, did you know the bar was an Urban Meyer bar? I didn't realize that till later. So he went up to Columbus. So it's like Urban Meyer's pint house or whatever like that. And apparently behind the bar, there's like an Urban Meyer mural, like uh, not like some sort of, I guess, some like uh, uh, like graphic designers mural where it's like a bunch of his successes and a bunch of his pictures. So there's literally a picture of him hugging his wife in a mural. So he was like thumb thumbing some girl's ass under the picture of him and his wife. It's amazing. I didn't know that. That is an amazing tidbit to the story. Urban Meyer gives zero fucks. Well, it's, you know, I tweeted the horniness of men 
like women are horny too. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like, man, we will do stupid shit. Dude, he basically said this. Let's just break it down. I don't see anybody really breaking it down like this. He literally said, I don't give a shit about my job, my team, anything. I want pussy. But like, but, like, but and and th- this is why this is why the conspiracy theory of like, did he do it on purpose kind of holds water because like it does hold water. There's just no way he didn't know somebody at at the bar named after Urban Meyer wouldn't take out a camera and start filming Urban Meyer. Oh, dude, I got even more info on it. Also, also, here's another thing I'll say. So you remember, like, I don't know who, like, the conspiracy of these people are in on it. Like, where are all the chicks in on it? Because how does a how does a woman go? Who is this guy? When you're at a bar named after him, like, if you if a giant the bar, are you sure the bar was named after him? Yeah, yeah, it's like Urban well, Myers, whatever. I wouldn't put that past a dumb college girl or whatever. Yeah. I like not that she looks like she was in college, but yeah, but I wouldn't like if, if she doesn't follow sports, but I'm just saying a clown comes up to you at McDonald's. You're like, yo, it's Ronald. <laughs> you're Ronald. I'm running. You know actually. What I mean? I, I, yeah. Like if a mouse comes up to you at fucking Chuck E. Cheese's. You're like, Chuck, what's up? You know, you're not like, who is this mouse? He's been trying to get me to fucking play Papa shot. Well, to me, this is one of the best stories ever because Nobody does this. So I was watching Pat McAfee and AJ Hawk talk about it on Pat's show. And they both were saying, this is unheard of for a coach to not go back with it. Like it's unheard of. That was the first thing I thought when I heard the story originally, or when I heard the um, press conference and they were like, or player when he said that when they, he was asked, he was like, no, I went back separately. Like, Totally unheard of. Unheard of. In fact, even in high school, this is high school. If we played, if we play a team on like my side of town, because my high school is about 40 minutes away. If we played a team right by me, and this is even a varsity level, right? This is freshman JV. You had to take the bus back to the high school. And then they didn't say, oh, you can go home with your parents who were at the game watching. Yeah. This yeah. is high school. This guy's a pro. I mean, my, my one year I coached base. One year I coached baseball. We had a game scheduled that, like, I didn't know it was going to be scheduled. We like went further in the playoffs. I thought I had a trip to Mexico planned, and after the game, I we the season was over, and I had my buddy like meet me down there and pick me up and like take me. We drove down to Mexico, but I was like very close because I was like it. It feels like wildly inappropriate not to have to trek all the way back to school, like go 45 nor- miles North back to school, just to get in a car and make those 45 miles up again, because just to not ride back to your team, but in the NFL. Also a tough loss, you know, game you're winning. It's going to be your first. I understand it's win. Thursday. You're probably not practicing again until Monday or whatever, but. But what does that do? You know, I've read, I don't know if you've read, I've read a ton of the reports. They said that locker room is so lost. Like he, he lost those players. Yeah. And I've read a had, bunch of stuff that like every time he talks, people they laugh. laugh at him. They laugh. 
I think he should have quit or they should have fired him because at this point you're Owen four. You still have 13 more games. You've completely lost credibility. But with it, your I, team. I think, you know, the part of the conspiracy is he wants the USC job, right? That's yes. But the other part of the conspiracy, I assume is that he wants to get paid for this job. So if he quits, he doesn't get paid. Right. But if he gets fired, he gets paid and he gets to take another job, which, by the way, how much money do you need? Apparently, you're only drinking at fucking shitty college town tap houses named after you. Well. There was an either an even bigger reveal today. About all the stuff behind the scenes on the videos. So the Wall Street Journal published a story titled the electrician who shocked the NFL with the videos of urban Meyer. This is even funnier. A Columbus, Ohio electrician posted the videos, but here's the best part. He was, he was an Ohio, he's an Ohio state fan turned anti urban Meyer person. Someone tipped him, dude, there's so much behind this story. I was loving reading it this morning. Someone so, tipped him. So he wasn't there. Wow. He drives over. No, no, no. So they tipped him and sent him the videos. So he gets the videos. He posts one on a burner account. Yeah, I don't think anybody's talking about this. So he posted on a burner account. Okay. Monday, the first video. A burner Twitter account. A burner Twitter account at uh underscore o underscore urban i mean he created it uh-oh urban and then he posts the second one from his own burner account or from his own account i believe at freak underscore leader this is so funny to me so this guy's 34 years old he himself his name is DJ Burns. This is like a 30 for 30. DJ Burner. DJ Burner account. This guy has a storied past as well. He got in trouble for allegedly, allegedly trying to rob drug dealers in Montana. Okay. So this guy has a history. He took some classes at Ohio State, never graduated. Diehard roots for the team. He also ran for the Ohio State House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. So he currently pens a newsletter called The Rooster, which focuses on local politics. So he spent years covering Meyer and writing about Ohio State online. But then when the scandal happened with Meyer at Ohio State of, I don't know if you remember the alleged spousal abuse by the former wide receiver coach yeah, and how yeah. Ohio State, he didn't like how they handled it and they covered it up. And he, so this guy has turned into an anti-urban Meyer guy. So he wanted to get Meyer and somebody tipped him with these videos. I mean, this whole thing is wild. So he wasn't there. He posted them. He had a, he had a great quote. I'm trying to find it in the article where his like talking about his revenge. I mean, this guy's unbelievable. Do you remember us being like over under on like how long he's going to be there? Yeah. How when it's all like, it's amazing. that It's like, it's happening way before it. This is his quote. You're going to love this quote. When interviewed, he says, 
I do have this is this is the guy DJ Burns who posted the videos. He said, "I do have a reputation as somebody who enjoys serving the rich and powerful shit cocktails." <laughs> this whole thing is so ridiculous. Classic so, DJ Burns. So at the end of the day, Brano, Urban Meyer was brought down by an unhappy Buckeye fan who didn't like how they handled covering up domestic abuse and like just some normal electrician who i don't know runs some blogs dude 2021 is wild who can bring somebody down so think about it if he doesn't get the tip i don't know if that stuff's out there right i mean it's it's like it's like remember uh Remember when we were at a certain certain bar? I'm not going to say the account, right? I'm not going to say the account. And we saw someone boozing it up. Oh, yeah. And I posted it online from a yeah. other account. And yeah. Deadspin picked up the story. But at the end of the day, for, for Urban. That other account would never sell out Urban. They're too close. Yeah. They're too exactly. close to sell them out. Exactly. At the end of the day, I do think there is legit, like legit. But now here, so let me ask you a question. So here's the problem with the whole conspiracy theory, right? The, could you ask, like, if you're a USC, you can't hire Urban if he fucking gets, if he got fired yesterday, you can't hire him to be your coach. Yeah, you can. That yeah. would be so fucking stupid, though. They don't care. Yeah. Who are you if you're like, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know any dirtballs who are like psycho USC Trojans fans. But if there are any listeners out there who root for the USC Trojans, it's like. Is OJ going to be his offensive coordinator? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Love here? it. Yeah. Make it happen. You can't be like, if you're a USC guy, you can't you can't be sitting there going like, yeah, I hope Urban does. I think you do. We want him. He's won every single program he's gone to in college. Bowling Green. Utah, Florida, Ohio State. He's literally won at every program. And you're talking about. But isn't this all part of it? Like if you're a young, if you're a high school player coming out now, do you like you want to go with like old creep hands Urban Meyer to SC? Look, look what the, dude, they've they've been. You know, they've been out of the major picture for a while now. They need, a, they need a name. I would argue he turns that program around instantly, especially in the Pac-12. That's a weak conference. I just think that's a, as far as conspiracy theory goes, it's like a high-risk maneuver. It is. We were inverted. Oh, bullshit. I mean, he does own a house out there. Yeah. It's where his I'm cardiologist is, so that's good. Let's. I, I think we should get to the games because I am going heavy. I don't even know who the Jags are playing. I'm going yeah. heavy against them. Um, but before we do that, I just want to say that the fall weather is here, Joe. The nice, crisp fall air. The fire pits will be happening. 
at my residence. And you know what will be around those fire pits? People drinking Miller Lite. Is there anything better than a crisp, crisp, cold Miller Lite with friends at a fire pit? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I went out last night, the local local bar here, walked in, got myself a couple Miller Lights. It just felt right. It just feels good. Watching a little playoff baseball, drinking Miller Lights. Like playoff baseball season is here. Preseason basketball is here. Football season is here. Like so many excuses. The crisp weather, like you said. Well, and it's just a go-to picking. It's a go-to staple, right? Yeah. It's like my brother asked me the other day. He had to come over and help me with some stuff. He's like, you got any Miller Lite? He's like, I just need to know you got some Miller Lights that I can kick back. I said, dude, come on. Always. The fridge always has Miller Lite. It's been the official Light Ruther, Andy Ruther's house presented by Miller Lite. Exactly. Since 1975, Miller Lite has been the beer with taste you can depend on. No games, no gimmicks, just a beer for people who like beer. I think that's 100% true. Miller Lite, great taste, 96 calories. Go to MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports to, def- to find delivery options near you. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Okay, let's get to today's games. I'm sorry, to this week, week five. Including today's game. Including today's game. And as usual, we are going to look up the spreads on the FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook and fantasy partner of Dirty Sports. If you guys haven't signed up, do that right now. Fandle.com forward slash dirty. Okay. Up my Fandle account right now. So, so tonight, along with you. Tonight we have that great game. At least it looks on paper to be a good game. Rams at Seahawks. This line keeps moving in favor of the Rams. Really? Where are we at now? Two and a half Rams. Wow. It started at around wow. one, one and a half. Yeah, it started like one. I, you know, I was actually surprised um, that they even, like, I could have seen it being a one-point Seahawks favorite to, you know, to open the line. Home game, but it just keeps moving toward the Rams, huh? Yeah, I know. All right, so remember, we're going to have to take turns. So I'll go first. Okay. I'm looking it up right now. In 18 regular season matchups, Russ is 8-10 and 10 against the Rams. I bet that's the only team he has a losing record against. He's now 8-11 and 11 after the playoff loss last year. So he's had problems, and he's had problems against a lot of times where the Seahawks are much better teams. But the Rams defense has always given him hell. I think... The Rams defense is going to come out hungry. They gave up a lot of points last week. They got shredded. Kyler Murray made them look really bad. I don't still don't, I still don't have, you know, the trust in this team. I'm going to ride that spread. I think the Rams win and cover at two and a half. I think they went by three or more. You don't don't think that he cooks that D? You don't think they're going to? 
It's not going to serve up some unlimitedness. I think it'll be a good game, but I think the Rams win by three or more. I really liked Rams minus one. I really liked Rams minus one and a half, two and a half. I mean, now it's a, it's still a field goal game. So it's, it's kind of insane not to take the Rams. Um, so I'm going to, but I think it's a close game and I think it's a low scoring game. I mean, and by low scoring, I mean, I think, I think the over under was 56, maybe like, uh, 53 and it's 53 and a half. Wow. So I think it could be in that realm, which is like, you know, I could see a, I could see a 21, 17 game. I could see a, I could see a lower ish scoring game than the number. Like you said, I think Rams defense comes out and it's just a matter of how much can the Rams put up uh, points wise. Well, they're tough to run against. They just they just got some big guys in the middle and the Seahawks need to run the ball. The Rams defense is just so good. You know, you got you got great DBs and you can't you can't go one out. Like I know they got great receivers in Seattle, but this is a tough matchup. Yeah. And they always get to Russ. And you need to run the ball because you need to set up play action. That's sure. the whole that's the Russ secret weapon. That's that's what Russ does. That's why let Russ cook is a you know reckless claim because especially with the pass rush that the Rams have, like you don't want Russ dropping back 45 times in this game. No. You want 20 to 25. Max. Yeah. All right. So it looks like we're on the same page with that one. Next up, we have a London game. Ooh. Who's the London game? This will be the New York Jets at the Atlanta Falcons. Really? Will, That's the London game. This will be 630 in the morning, your time. Wow. 930 my time. Jets at Falcons. Falcons are three-point favorites. I mean, this game, you go first, but that's a tough one. Um, the You know, the Jets had their big win last week. Um, I think a letdown following, like, I don't see the Jets stringing games together. The thing that does make it a little wonky is the London factor. I think the London factor just is going to make any, every game, no matter who's playing it, um, a little weird. But... Uh, that being said, the combo of the Jets letdown game, and it's funny to call anything a letdown game when they're going for their second straight win, but the combo of the Jets not being able to piece two consecutive wins together combined with the London game, I'm going to take the team with that's that's older, that's got more veterans, and I'm going to go with the Falcons. I think the Falcons, I think, you know, could absolutely come down to a field goal, but I'm going to coin flip on that field goal and take the Falcons. Yeah, and and we don't, and I don't know if Zach Wilson is allowed in the country because he's unvaccinated. Oh, that's interesting. I'm, I'm I'm joking, but not joking. Yeah, I don't even know if he's unvaccinated. I'm just playing. Uh, I I like what you said, and I was kind of thinking the same thing. This young team, you're traveling across the pond. I hate to do this, but I'm going to have to go with the Falcons. Okay, Philly travels to Carolina. I think Christian McCaffrey is back. Ooh, really? Yeah, already. Carolina's three-point favorites. They also hmm. just signed, uh, or they traded for Gilmore from the 
Patriots. I like that. And he's older. He's 31, but I like that pickup. I like the Panthers to bounce back because I like their D. I like them to win and cover against Philly in this. Man, these numbers today. They're um, tough. This is a tough week, I think. Yeah. I had three and a half and four in some other in some other leagues. Uh three puts it right back into that kind of a coin flip game. I, I took the Eagles in in uh in my three and a half in my league that's got it at three and a half. I took the Eagles in my league that's got it at four. I'll take the Eagles at three just to stay consistent. Um I think this game could go either way. I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles win this game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers kick the shit out of them. I'd be way more surprised if the Eagles win this game than if the Panthers kick the shit out of them. But uh, I could see it being close. I hate that it's three, but yeah, yeah, fuck it. I'll stick with the Eagles. Next up, Florida game. Dolphins travel to Tampa Bay. The Bucks are 10-point favorites against Josie Bersholi. A lot of people like I've seen this as a, a lot of people's pick on the Dolphins. Uh, I think the Bucks after a tough game. Uh, Tom Brady doesn't like Miami, but now he's. I feel like maybe he's gotten accustomed to the Florida Heat playing in Tampa for now his second season. Uh, I, I like the Bucks to win and cover. And was I supposed to go first there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, I like the Bucks to win and cover. I think you were right. Sure. Yeah. I think so. Uh, you took the Panthers. Yeah. I like the Bucks to win and cover as well. I just don't think Miami can generate enough points. That's their problem. Yeah. Just don't, I, just don't, I agree. I they agree. just don't have an offense. Like yeah. their defense will keep them in the game. I just, ish. yeah, ish. game ish for how and long. And also, I think, you know, I think when you watch that Bucks game last week and the Bucks don't play great and the Bucks don't move the ball, like Tom Brady now has a, you know, like it's not often Tom Brady has like two mediocre games in a row, even at 48. And, you know, I don't know, maybe new England knowing he was coming, made sure to hide all the freshly born babies. I don't know. Like in Florida though, that shit is available. It's available at Robert Kraft's fucking Jack Jack. Florida's wild, man. All right. Next up. The Saints travel to D.C. against the Washington football team. The Saints are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Jesus. So I guess it's my turn to go first. Another tough one. This is a real tough one for me. I just, I don't know. I don't see. So they're both two-and-two. Do the Saints fall to two and three? Because basically, I, I think this is going to come down to a field goal. So I'm, I'm kind of just picking who I think is going to win. I'm going to go with the Saints. Although they burned me last week, I'm going to go with the Saints to win and cover. I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints as well. I think that Sean Payton has to have heard the talk. And I think Sean Payton's a good enough coach. I'm I'm also like of a I'm not a Sean Payton stand by any means. Um but like the most elementary football watcher watches that game last week and says, "Bro, you just can't play afraid 
football. Yeah. I think he has to make a change. I think Washington's defense is not what people thought they were going to be. I think the Saints have a, you know, I think the Saints have a 10-point victory or a touchdown victory. All right, the Urban Meyer game of the week. We have, uh, sorry, all right. We have, my voice is all weird. I need some water or something. It's that kombucha. Okay. The Titans are the ones playing the Jags this week. Titans travel to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. They're four and a half point favorites. I think this I mean, line's come down a lot. I think it was in the seven range to start. Really? Your turn. I mean, I've already basically revealed what I think. Oh, I mean, I'm taking the Titans. I have the Titans at seven and a half in another league. I have the Titans to yeah. win. I mean, I think this has this has a potential of being a 40-point Titans win followed by an Urban Meyer firing. I, I, I think it's more likely now it'll probably be a touchdown game. It'll probably be a five point game. You know, Vegas knows what they're doing, but I think it's more likely that the Titans blow out the Jaguars and the urban Myers immediately dismissed after the game. And some player like spits at him on his own sideline. than it is that the Jaguars win this game. I've heard after the game, even though it's a home game, Urban Meyer plans to not meet the team after the game. He's going to hop on a plane and go to Columbus to go to his own bar to spend time with his grandkids. But that's the favorite part of all this, to spend time with his family. Yeah, his wife. I didn't realize, too, his wife was tweeting. His wife tweeted, you know, that she was home with the kids. I didn't realize his wife tweet. No, I know you told me that during this original story, but I didn't realize it was a quote tweet of him being out yeah i didn't say that she's like meanwhile i'm home with the kids and he's trying to thumb some girl all right this next one is a toughie i think as well lions at vikings it's my turn the vikings are nine and a half point favorites now, I took the Lions last week. The Lions have been off and on for me. I keep taking them to cover. This is just such a big spread to me. The Lions are not a terrible team. I know they're, you are what your record is, but like they're not, they're not the Jags, in my opinion. Like They hang in games. This is just too big of a spread for me. And I'm going to regret it, and I keep doing it. And Detroit keeps letting me down. I'm going to take the Lions to cover at nine and a half. Are you sure? I want you to be sure before I make my pick. I want you to be because it seems like you're struggling internally with the with your. Well, I'm just, I, I'm going to go for it. I, I don't I don't like it. I don't know if there's something I'm missing. If there's injuries, I you know I haven't looked extensively at this game because quite frankly I don't really care about like Lions Vikings, but I'm going to go with Detroit again. I don't like it. I'm going to go with Detroit for some reason. My gut is saying try them again. I'm, I mean, I'm with you. Sadly, I was hoping that this would be a. Oh, place you're to, trying to trick me. Yeah, this, I was hoping there this would be a place to get a different, you know, thing in there. So far, I think our only difference might be the Eagles, which fucking you know makes me want to kill myself. But uh, yeah, I just think that spreads too high. And and you know, I'll, I'll say this as well. Um, the 
the uh the, the thought process of the lions aren't bad that bad and they keep letting me down and blah, blah, blah. it's like that's not even in my fucking worldview when i make this pick i'm just like i truly believe the vikings should not be nine and a half point favorites over your high school team like i just don't like i just don't think the vikings are very good and now i've been seeing this whole like the vikings are the best one and three team it's like first of all who gives a shit and second of all like i fucking still disagree now kirk cousins loves to light up shitty teams and make people give him a bunch of money but i just can't pick the vikings favored by nine and a half against anybody they were they were they were sitting at like seven points all last week well, they play, I mean, they played Cleveland's a good team. Sure. But you don't, you're going to score seven points on you and just, you know, you score 40 against the Lions. Yeah. I mean, that's why I just can't do it. That's why I also can't do it. All right. Broncos travel to Steelers. Steelers are point and a half favorite. This is me. Yeah, let me let me. It's only fair. We got to look up who's playing quarterback this week for the Broncos because Drew Locke played last week and he was terrible. It looks like Drew Locke's probably going to play. Uh, it actually, I mean, it's a factor, but it's not that big of a factor. I have the uh Steelers to win the game, and the Steelers are getting points at home. Just not like home dog. Pittsburgh, I don't even fucking believe in this Pittsburgh team. I, I've, I've been calling for the death of this Pitts. I've been calling of the death of the Mike Tomlin era for like three seasons now. But just a home underdog in Pittsburgh? No, nah, I'm going with the Steelers. I'm not. I just, God, they're terrible. I think the Steelers are terrible. Let's go. Let's get a different pick in. I, I as much as again, I don't, I don't like lock playing. Yeah, I just the Steelers can't score points, man. Yeah, it's like watching a quarterback die in real time. It's sad. So for that reason, I'm gonna go with the Denver Broncos. Love it. Okay, Aaron Rodgers coming to Cincinnati this week. How are you not going to that game, dog? Well, I can't. At fourth grade basketball tryouts. Oh, damn. Yeah, be out there with the clipboard. Yeah, you know it's called evaluations, and then we do a snake because at that age, tryouts try are offensive. We're tryouts. Well, they don't do official try. There's not like the, you know, once they get to sixth grade is when it's like the A team, B team, C team. Right. This is just basically evaluation for a draft process. Yeah, snake draft. But I I know the players, you know, from last year. I know like the guys on one of my teams. So that's one o'clock Sunday. So I can't. Do that, and we have a block literally block. middle football. Uh, dude, One o'clock Sunday. I, t- I texted my buddy, you know, who's the head coach. I said, "Bro, they do this one o'clock on a Sunday." Like, and then there's a block party here too. I'm like, "Are we just destroying my Sunday?" There's a block party from five to seven. You guys want to raid it if you're local? Show up. But I don't need to be at this game. I it just spread to me is I just it's three points. And I think Aaron Rodgers and the backers 
win and cover or or knowing my luck the Bengals somehow win and then everybody's inside it goes nuts and the Bengals lose eight in a row i just think three points isn't enough yeah i'm with you i mean the packers look too good like i think the Bengals have been have been surprisingly good and i think it has an opportunity to be a close game but like i mean even backdoor burrow you got to backdoor yourself into a three-point game like if this yeah. was a five point game, I'd be all over backdoor burrow being down 10 and getting the late touch or being down 14 and getting a late touch, but three points. I can't backdoor burrow. Yeah. Now Aaron Rodgers is actually has a losing record in his career. It's small. I think he's one and two against the Bengals, which is pretty funny, but I just, I just don't see it happening. And their defense has been playing decent as well. Okay, the Patriots travel to Houston. Patriots are eight and a half point favorites on the road. It's a big spread. I believe Davis Mills is still the starting quarterback for the Texans. Eight and a half seems too high for a New England team that's not putting a ton of points on the board. Uh, I think I was burned by the Texans last week, though, saying they're 15 or whatever they were getting against the Bills. They lose fucking 40 to nothing. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Patriots. Yeah, Texans suck. I we had, we disagreed on that one last week, and I was lucky. I'm gonna I'm gonna find I'm gonna do that same mentality and go with New England to cover. All right, the Bears travel to Las Vegas, where the Raiders are the five, Raiders are five and a half point favorites. Justin Fields has looked bad. He's struggled. He's got the rookie blues. He's not like, I, I just, uh, five and a half is a lot. The Raiders can score a lot, but then like they, you know, they struggle the first half against the Chargers. The Chargers look really good for the record. It's my turn. I'm going to go with the Bears to cover. I'm going to regret this, but I'm doing it. I really, I have the Bears as a pick in all of my, leagues let me just double check something here because i agree with you i think that that it's just that's a bit that spreads too high um but for the sake of competition it's not as big as where i picked the bears at i'm gonna i'm gonna swap my pick entirely i'm gonna pick the raiders i'm gonna pick the raiders to win and cover I think that they're just at home and they're explosive. I just don't see the Bears keeping up with them points-wise. Um, meanwhile, all the things I convinced myself of, I'm just going to, you know, for the sake of competition, I switched it. I've, I literally just changed the button on my pick. Let's go. The Raiders bounce back game. Raiders, man, they, they lose that. What was that? A 14-point loss or whatever. But yeah. Boy, did that game get close in the middle there, huh? Yeah, it did in the fourth quarter for sure. Yeah. Derek Carr needs a haircut. He's he's gonna let divine intervention cut his hair. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, the Chargers. You're almost talking me out of the Bears, the Raiders again. Just by the, it's just a Jesus mention. Chargers are at home again. Short week for them. They get the Browns. Tough game. They're two point favorites, so they're saying wow. Uh, they're a, they're a 
point dog on a neutral field. Now, here's a piece of information that we need to know. Baker Mayfield has been playing with a torn labrum in his shoulder. Now, I've had that. Now, obviously, I'm not a professional quarterback, but uh, it's pretty serious. Yeah. And he's looked, you know, he's struggled because he's playing hurt. I'm going to ride the home team and the Chargers and that D looked good. And I think they'll get after him. I think they win by three to cover that spread. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's smaller spread than I thought. Um, I like the Chargers to win the game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised by anything. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you know, I think a team like the Chargers, I think the, the Browns have a good attack and being able to run the ball um, to keep this low scoring. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think the Chargers win the game. You heard Adam Schefter said you probably didn't no. hear it during the rain delay. No. He's already calling Justin Herbert a Hall of Famer. He's like, I think he's okay. gonna be that good. I mean, take it easy. That's a, that's ridiculous. I like Justin Herbert and I think he's gonna be great. I think he is great, but I think that's it's reckless. It's reckless. I think the Chargers are the best all around team in that division. Wow. Offense and defense. And to me, it doesn't come close. I'm gonna say it right now. They're the best all around. Now, whether they perform up to their level is a different question. I think if you look how they've played through four games. I think this is a good test. This is a good litmus test game. We both think that they can, but this is, to me, this is a big one. They're at home. They lost to the Cowboys at home. Their Cowboys lost at home away from being, right, undefeated. Yeah. So, now you have the Browns at home. I think this is a team that, you, you know, very possible you could face in a playoff game. Let's see what you got. Yeah. I'm sort of, I'm sort of undecided on how good I think that the, char- the Chargers are. I think I believe that they are, you know, better than the Browns and should win the game against the Browns at home. But like, to me, a big litmus test. If the Browns come in there and beat them, that would be like, huh, okay. I like their coach. It's it's a stay away game for me, gambling wise, but I'll take the chargers. I like Brandon Staley. I like him as a coach. I like his ballsy fourth down calls. Former university of Dayton quarterback. Mm, Good to know. How wild is that? Two head coaches in the NFL were quarterbacks at Dayton Gruden and Staley. Like, Like that's crazy to think a small non they're like, what is it? Division? What is it? FCS? What's the one? Yeah. Used to be one double a. Yeah, whatever one double A. That's what Dayton is. Two former, two former quarterbacks, head coaches. It's pretty crazy. Okay. Have you watched the Chappelle special? Speaking of Dayton, I have not. That's on my list. Either. I I see. I see the the wokes are already trying to come after him. I did watch the one clip of the. uh, I saw online about his jokes about what's the rapper the baby. Yeah, it's pretty funny really funny it's actually hilarious because anybody who gets offended by it, it's like you're not even listening to what he's saying yeah basically i'll just i'll just say it real quick he basically says again i don't follow this rapper i guess this guy killed somebody yeah he murdered you know, somebody like in a walmart in a walmart yeah and uh Chappelle's joke is like yo dude he murdered somebody in a walmart and nothing happened to his career he killed N-word in a Walmart. But then he said some homophobic stuff 
and he was canceled. And, and again, I'm paraphrasing Dave's bit. Right. You guys got to watch it. But Dave basically says, he says, uh, so in America, it's worse to hurt a gay guy's feelings than it is to kill a N-word. And I'm like, wow, like that's. But then that's taken as like you're anti-LGBT. And it's like, no, you're, you're literally missing the point. He's saying you can kill a black dude and nothing happens to you. Right. But you make comments that hurt, like he said, gay men's feelings and you're canceled. And also, you know, I haven't seen, I haven't seen it word for word, but like the baby's still out there and very much not canceled. So sure. But well, they try, you know, they try. Yeah. I mean, you see his point. Yeah. That was only like 30 seconds. I got to watch it. Okay. We just talked about the Cowboys. They're at home against your Giants. Man, this is a big spread. Is it my turn or your turn? Um, I believe you took the Chargers, so I believe it's my turn. Yeah, seven points, Joe. Ooh, I had it higher than that. Seven is like actually where I think it should be. Um, this is a tough one for me at seven, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half. I'll I would have taken my Giants. Seven's right about where I think it should be. Um, it's going to be a high scoring game. I think, uh, giants, hopefully Jason Garrett has figured something out, um, in terms of Daniel Jones ability, uh, the Cowboys defense has been pretty good at taking the ball away, but <clears throat> I don't know. It's, it really comes down to the giants protection. Like if the giants can, you know, give Daniel Jones the time that he had last week. I think that they could have a little bit of a shootout. That being said, I don't know if they can keep up with the pace. Um, the division game for me, seven's too much. I'm going to take the Giants. This is where I'm going to bet against you. Okay. You have your loyalties to your team, and I'm going to try to capitalize on that. I don't yeah. feel I don't feel great about. I don't it, feel but... great about mine, and and mine's not even a. Uh, Mine's not even a Giants homer pick. Like I don't, I, I that's this is more of a NFC East. Like anything could happen. Like yeah, I think the Cowboys could very well blow the Giants out. But I don't know. Seven's a lot for a interdivision Sunday one twenty five. You know, Fox marquee game. I'm assuming. Yeah. San Francisco travels to Arizona. Big game for the Niners. Started 2-0. They've lost two in a row now. The Cardinals are four-and-a-half-point favorites in this division game. Cardinals are looking good. They're riding high. To me, this is too big, though, because I just think the Niners are going to come ready to play. And four-and-a-half, I know the QB situation is questionable right now with young Trey Lance. I, I just, I think they're going to come ready to play and keep that closer than four and a half. It's tough stuff. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game too. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the Niners. I'm going to also go with the Niners. Four and a half is big. I think uh, I'm going to reserve the right to change that depending on how we how we pick in the last two games. 
Okay. But uh, I, I agree with you. I mean, like, listen, the Cardinals are just playing so well that you got to figure the letdown games come from. And by the way, not a letdown game by any means, but like you got to figure where the Cardinals are going to be undone is going to be in these division games. Yeah, now, for sure. They, they got like if they had lost to the Rams last week and came and blew out the Niners, no one would think anything of it. But they beat the Rams and now they like have a close game against the Niners. It seems seems like that's the way the division should go. Four and a half bigger number than it should be. I think uh, I, I'll, I'll go with the Niners as well. All right. Sunday night game, a rematch of the ASC championship last year. Buffalo travels to KC where the chiefs are three point favorite. This is a tough one, man. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I f- here's what I'm going to do. I think this game is going to be high scoring. I think it'll be, you know, it'll be close. Um, The Chiefs defense just isn't good. I think it's the worst defense they've had. Buffalo's defense is good. Um, I think that you like Buffalo in this game. So I'm going to take the Chiefs. Well, you thought wrong. Fuck. I think the Chiefs piece it together and put up a lot of points. And I don't know if Buffalo can match them. So for that reason, I'm going Kansas City. All right, I'm swapping to the Bills then. Oh, the old switcheroo. I'm swapping to the Bills. I was thinking about swapping one of these because, like, you know, it's like, oh, do I swap the Cardinals? Uh, I'm going to swap the Bills then. I think, you know, three, man, fucking suck. There used to, there was a half point hook so many places, three and a half. I felt way better about it. Three. I hate, man. I'm not like, I'm not. I'm not the Bills hype train is is chugging along right now and I'm not really on it and and people being fucking down on the Chiefs makes me want to bet them as well. Fuck. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it cuz everyone's down on the Chiefs right now. I'm like this is this, this is the game where like, everyone's down the, the prime Chiefs time and they put up 45 points. The Bills have been scoring points. They have What's the Chiefs record right now? Three and two, three and two and two, two and two. Buffalo's three and one. Fuck. Oh, man. I feel like this is going to burn me. Final decision. Uh, fuck. I'm sticking with the Chiefs. All right. I'll go with the Bills. Okay. I hate it. I stay away. I'm going to regret that one. I don't even want to be rooting for the Bills. Fuck it. Let's go. All right. Monday night game. Colts travel to Baltimore where the Ravens are seven point favorites. You're up. I'll take the Colts. Seven's too big. Monday night. Uh, I don't think the Colts are good, um, but I think it'll be an interesting game. I'm, I'm on the Colts with the points. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I basically agree with you. I just, I, I just seven's a lot. I don't think the Colts are good. I just think seven is just a lot of points. It's a primetime game. Those games are usually close. They've been close. Here's a fun little rug nug for you guys. A rug nug, which I stole from the athletics. So it's actually an athletic nug. 15 games this season through four weeks have ended on a game-winning score in the final minute of regulation or in overtime. It's wild. 
It's the most in the modern era since they merged in 1970. 15 games just through four weeks. And then within the final minute, it's pretty crazy. Those are our week five NFL picks. Now I don't love my picks this week. I don't, but yeah, I, I don't have loved, this, this was I, a tough I've, week. I loved my picks in the past couple weeks. And I think I'm down what two games? Uh, I think two or three. So maybe this is the week I make it up. Although you know what? I'm in I'm in a couple pick'em leagues. I'm doing very, very well. So yeah, I got I got I got six. I got I won six last week. I'll never do that the rest of the year. I'm gonna pick six league. Nice. Yeah, so so here's what we can do. Straight up, I do have a haircut. She's going to refrost my tips. Okay. I kid. We can do a couple calls or we can save all of them. Totally up to you. What's your timeline? When do you need to be out of here? I got to be out of here in 15 minutes. Totally your call. Okay. Let's do a couple calls. And I also really have to take a leak. So here's what we're okay. going to do. Lose let's do let's do two calls. I'm gonna play okay. this first call. I've already heard it. You can hear it, and then I'll hop in after I come back. But uh, perfect. We'll we'll start here with some dirtball calls. What's up, guys? Austin Southland Dirtball here. Um, wanted to bring up some of the commercials we're seeing these days with football going on. Uh, it's week five. Really can't stand. It's getting to me the subway commercials like. At this point, they're they're just making fun of the spokespeople. Like they're like, "Yeah, Tom Brady, you, you don't even need our subs. Like, what are, what are you even doing on here? Uh, like Bill Belichick, um, just a bunch of people that definitely don't eat Subway. So, my question for you guys: It can be a coach or a player of any sport who just epitomizes like a Subway sandwich. Like, who should be? Oh the perfect subway spokesperson in my opinion i would go kirk cousins and i'd go hugh jackson so let me know what you guys think stay dirty really good call um i really like i didn't know where this was going um i i like this and i love i actually think kirk cousins is spot on it's like kirk cousins has all the information that subway is trash and yet he still eats it just like we have all the information that Kirk cousins is still is trash, but people believe in him. Um, it's like whoever's still eating subway and whoever's still backing Kirk cousins is are are one in the same. So I think that's, I, I, I think it's an exceptional call and I think it's an exceptional call. So you like cousins as I love, I love that, especially in the NFL. Kirk Cousins is, I mean, we could do, we could do other sport versions, but man. I I think, I think Mike McCarthy is a great spokesperson for Subway. Cause you know what you're going to get. Just like when you go to Subway, like I won't go. I mean, straight up, I just won't, I won't at this point in my life. I won't go. Even if I'm on the road, like I'll just take any other option. We have Terry Bradshaw calling in. Uh, guys, uh, are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Uh, uh, uh. I know I know this is going to upset some people. Ruth Chris. A lot of people like it. A lot of people think it's good. I'll take Subway. 
I'll take Subway <laughs> over Ruth's Chris. You know where you're getting. They're in every city. They're in every small town. You know where you're getting. There's yoga mats in the bread. The tuna's not tuna. Ruth's Chris is expensive. I mean, especially the next five years. I'll take Subway every time. Every time. You said what? Terry Bradshaw would be a great spokesperson for Subway as well. Terry Bradshaw would be awesome. Yeah. He'd be perfect. By the way, those commercials have not bothered me as much. I, I, I look, I'm just not a fan of hers and it's fine. Like nothing against her. I just, the Kate McKinnon Verizon commercials, her voice just makes me want to, it's like, it's like fingernails on a chalkboard. I, am I like, so I, I know you've got, You've got your setup, but like, especially unless I'm watching a single game, I essentially never watch commercials anymore. I'm just like bouncing around volume changes, channel changes. Well, so, so I have, so my setup is, is YouTube TV and then NFL Sunday ticket. Right. So you put a local game on YouTube TV. Correct. And then the big screen will have four split games. So I have five games on at once. You can split them in uh, squares, but but I though, never go. I never go squares. But the squares, I get, I get like the commercials, man. I, I you know, I'm getting yeah. whatever they're giving the local feed. Right. So I go YouTube TV for a local game, and then I go second game via whatever. And then if that second game, like if if it's the Giants, if the Giants are on, obviously I have to use that. Direct TV as my Giants, and then I have a local game on there. But then, like, if the Giants go to commercial, I'll go to Red Zone, or I'll go to a game that's like whatever. I'll check in. And now, if I'm watching a game, if the game I'm watching primarily is on the local, then I can do Red Zone on the other one, or I just flip around. Like I, I manually control it all the time. I never go with the box. Most people can't handle it. I just people 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 come over and they're like, dude. Because on a big TV, you know, this is a big TV. It's like 70 inches. So on a big TV, when you split four games, I, I like I can do it. But people will come over and they'll, they'll say, oh, I can't handle this, man. You have five games on at once. It's too much going on. Which game do I watch? I just like to have more activity. I like to be able to like switch this and switch that volume up, volume down. Well, I, I do it because it's all it's I'm mirroring my computer. Right. So I can switch around and I do, and I'm mirroring the volume. When that goes to commercial, boom, I'm hitting, dude, I'm like a DJ on this hundred percent as well. I'm boom. That volume's getting muted. Volume's going up for this game and vice versa. Oh, this game's at halftime. We're going to switch this out. It's intense. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty intense. Running a marathon and watching five games at once are basically on the same level. Actually, Doing the Ironman is probably not as intense as balancing yeah. <laughs> five games Sunday ticket. Okay, so we got through that one. That was a great call. I agree. Let's uh got some interesting calls here. This one's gonna take a while, so I feel like let's save this for next week. Okay. Let's just do a quick hitter because this will be a quick discussion. Perfect. Hey, Joe and Andy, number one dirtball from South. Stephen Irma calling. Uh, 
I just want to see what you guys thought on the fact of uh, some of these helmet-to-helmet penalties. I mean, I know Devontae Adams got hit pretty good in the game last week, and they didn't call the flag. And, uh, I mean, he ended up coming back in, but it looked like he was knocked out pretty good. But do you think that's something that they should enforce more and do it kind of like college where they can go back and look at it? and eject a player from a game? Or do you think that there should be more repercussions than just a fine, if that at all? I don't know if they fine players for hits like that or not as much anymore, but just want to see what you guys think about that. Thanks, guys. Stay dirty. Well, I think what's interesting about his call, and this is true, I never thought of this, well, one, well, first of all, I hate the ejections. I don't think you should be ejected. That's what I hate about college football. But what I do like about college, which they don't do in the NFL, if they miss the play on the field, like that Devontae Adams play, they can go in the booth and go, dude, we completely missed this. Yeah. This guy got lit up. That's a penalty. I yeah. do like how college does that, but the yeah. NFL doesn't. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, and, and I disagree with you on ejections, although I think in college, the targeting thing is like too much. Like now you're getting guys ejected all the time. And I think in the NFL, uh, a, a big defensive player getting ejected could entirely swing a game. That being said, I think uh, that, you know, egregious, purposeful, like the thing, you know, you can never like really determine that for 100%. But if you think, for 99.9%, like, yeah, I think guys should be ejected. If a guy, if a guy purposely, like, you know, if, if you think the intent is to hurt somebody, I think that you should be able to eject them. And also, I think just like we said with the taunting penalty, it's like, I have no idea what the fines are on the back end. But I think that in the end, all of these guys, you know, with the exception of eight guys who are like, I would do this for free, you know, besides Max Scherzer, who would, you know, pitch in a dungeon, uh, you know, to feed his family or whatever. Like all these guys are playing for money. So hit him where it hurts, hit him in the pocketbook. Yeah. But I think they should definitely be able to review it like that. that, Why not? We're reviewing everything else. Yeah, exactly. And that particular hit that we're talking about was he got lit up. He should. And then, and then that game was so pathetic because on back-to-back plays, they don't call Devontae Adams. Then the, Niners get the ball back and like literally two plays later, they call the ticky tackiest little fucking roughing the passer call on Jimmy G. It's like, guys, just have some fucking consistency. Sure. <clears throat> but you know what? Listen, the NFL has been and is still like the biggest danger. The biggest fear is like these guys who are just, you know, the brain injuries and all that stuff. I just think if you, if you go out of your way to hurt somebody, like I think they should be able to throw the whole book at you. Yeah, I think I think most times it's pretty obvious when someone's done that. You know, like I think when a Dominican Sue is like stomping on people's heads when they're on the ground, like throw them out of the game. After review, you're out. Three one zero three five nine eight three six five. That is the hotline. We'll get to some more calls next week. Give us a ring. Drop your thoughts, questions, you name it. You guys can follow us on social, on Twitter at The Dirty Sports. Same for Instagram at The Dirty Sports. I sent out some koozies this week. If you do want some koozies, leave a podcast review 
and leave your Instagram or Twitter handle in that review. And I will contact you and I'll send you koozies. At Joe Prano on all social media, except for Twitter at Fix Your Life. Follow me. Uh, check out my website, JoePrano.com for shows. I'll be in San Diego at Comedy Store La Jolla with Eddie Ift in a couple of weeks. One of my favorite rooms in the country. Come there. I will be in Florida and Wilmington, North Carolina with him in November. So those will be up on JoePrano.com, but also follow me on Instagram because I post all the stuff there. This weekend in your great state of Ohio, Andy, is the end can walk together to end child abuse and neglect uh, walk in Columbus, go up, uh, walk to end child abuse and neglect, go have a beer under a mural of Urban Meyer and his wife at the Urban Meyer Pine House or whatever. But definitely uh, make make the track if you're in the Ohio area to, to end child abuse and neglect. Uh, go to endcan.org and uh, get all the info. There's a dirty sports dirt ball group. And if you are in Ohio, you should join it. All right, cool. That is the show, guys. Thank you for supporting us. We will be back in a few days as always. You guys have a great weekend. And don't forget, stay dirty.